it's the next level. Hmm? Ah! Huh. everyone into this a special edition episode of uh we have to go back while stream is in a a return we came back <laughs> we did <laughs> we had to go back we had to go back uh i am one of your hosts ben and i am the other host regina phalange <laughs> Uh, no, that would be Kristen. Uh, we missed doing this. We missed you guys and there was a lot going on. There's still a lot going on. No, no, everything's fine. Oh. We're living in we're living in an alternate reality. <laughs> the, we're living in an episode of Black Mirror is pretty much what it is right now. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. <laughs> we're like in Bandersnatch. Yeah, we're 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 in an episode of Black Mirror meets The Stand. <laughs> is is what meets, we're in right now meets hunger games it's, that's almost what it's turning into <laughs> i volunteer as tribute for toilet paper yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but we again we uh we apologize for being away we've been away for a couple months and it started out as my decision totally his fault my absolutely my fault and then the world just went to shit and it kind of kept us away for a little while longer but we're uh we're, we're coming back we're, we're gonna start with new episodes of the podcast uh next week we're gonna jump back into lost next next episode this week we just kind of wanted to return and kind of shoot the shit a little bit and just uh, get our voices back in your ears. Didn't you miss us? I missed. I us. missed you. I, I missed, missed you. Too. I know. We Ben and I went through like three weeks where we didn't even talk to each other, and I was a little upset. Yeah, a little. I was a lot upset. <laughs> you were a lot upset. I got a war and peace in the form of a text message. I said a lot of four letter <laughs> words. <laughs> And then everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it always is. It worked. <laughs> um, but, you know, it a lot, um, it happened again. It was my decision initially for us to take the break. Uh, I have somebody I'm very close to and, and care about. And her father, unfortunately, is uh, suffering through untreatable cancer at the moment. So I was stepping aside to kind of help with their family and such. And then... Right as things were calming down, COVID nineteen strikes, and we are still in the midst of a uh, of a global pandemic right now. Well, yeah, I mean it's global. It, there is a global pandemic. I, I don't know that everybody wants to admit it, but yeah, it's a global pandemic. Oh, there are certainly people out there that don't want to admit it, and. Uh, we're not going to try and get too political. <laughs> no, and I, you know what? I don't want to get political, but yeah. I do want to tell those of you who think that this is not a big deal, that this is just like the flu, or this is um, that sheltering in place is just too much for you. You know, I just want to remind you that I have a husband who is a healthcare worker and he is 
going in every single day and testing is not there and people are getting refused for tests if you don't have a certain set of symptoms, even if you know that you probably have the disease. Um, you know, there are people like Idris Elba who were asymptomatic um, and they, they tested positive. So you never know who has it and who doesn't. And there are people of all ages that are dying right now. And if you're not dying, you're still spreading it to somebody who could die, who could get really sick. Mm -hmm. And until we have a vaccine, there's really no way to stop it. it. You know, with the flu, you have a choice to get the flu shot or not. You have the choice to, to you know, make sure that you don't get it. There's no, there's no barrier to this. And that's really scary. And as somebody who has kids, I have an aunt who just recovered from COVID. Uh, one of my best friends, her stepfather is in a nursing home that has been ravaged by COVID and he's not doing so well. So there's a lot that's going on. And I'm sorry if you are bored in quarantine. I'm sorry if you miss the beach. I'm sorry if the weather's getting better and you just want to be outside. Just hang in there listen to us, laugh with us, whatever you want to do. This is the last we'll talk about it. I'll get off my soapbox, but please, for the love of fuck, stay home, please, please stay and, home. And I'm going to, I'm going to tackle on just a couple more things and then we're going to drop COVID completely. Um, I, I, everything that you said, I 100% agree with. And like, look, we're all going stir crazy. We're all trying to find ways to keep ourselves entertained while we're locked in, we're quarantined, we're staying home. And yes, the weather's getting nicer and people want to go outside. And I am totally fine with hanging out in your own backyard. If you have a yard, use it. Don't invite people over to use it with you. Stay with your family out back. Beaches are getting reopened in some states, which is the dumbest fucking idea right now. Yeah. Do not go to the beach if the beaches are reopened. I, like I've heard people argue like, well, people use it for exercise. Look, you don't need an ocean view to take a walk. Walk around the block to get your exercise. You don't need to go to the beach to do it. All you're doing is just opening up more opportunities for this to spread again. Yeah. And they're already saying that there's a high possibility we're going to see another spike of this come the winter. And there are people out there that are decide that are against the social distancing against the stay at home that, that we're like well we we beat it then if we we beat it now we're going to beat it then well one we didn't haven't beaten it now it's still here mm -hmm. and two if it spikes again in the winter time it's going to be worse it's going to yep. be a lot worse because and 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 the reason for that is you're now in the height of flu season yeah which means now you have medical workers that have to distinguish which one you have before they can treat it Mm -hmm. And there's already not enough testing for COVID-19 as it is. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at a massive spike in which history repeats itself, absolutely mm -hmm. repeats itself. Yeah. You look at the, the outbreak from 1918 where we had a second spike and it was 10 times deadlier than it was the first time. That scares the shit out of me that that might happen again because people are not taking this seriously. And if you want to, and this is the last thing I'll say about it, and then we'll go on to happier times because I just, I just remembered this as you said this. Uh, for those of you who think that, you know, this is the first time that we've ever had to do something this drastic, I would just want to point out fun fact of today. George Washington himself initiated and enacted a full quarantine when smallpox was going around in an effort to stop it. And he did somewhat 
help, you know, quote unquote, flatten the curve. So there was the quarantine. I can't even say that word. Quarantine and shelter in place has been happening since the American Revolution. This is not a new subject. This is not a new idea. So let's just all and and we've perfected living inside. Like I don't know about the rest of you, but if I was in George Washington's time and somebody said stay home, we'd have like a broom and a bucket to keep us occupied. We have pieces of wood. Yeah, we have books and Netflix and Hulu and games. My kids made a sled out of an Amazon box and they put a bicycle helmet, our <laughs> life preserver vest, shin guards from soccer. They loaded up with socks all over their hands and, <laughs> and they put big beanbag chairs at the bottom of each landing on the steps and they went stair sledding for like an entire afternoon. Oh, and it I was saw hilarious. it. Yep. <clears throat> I saw it. Um, you know, and one of the other things, and this will be the last thing I mentioned before we move on, is the other thing people don't seem to realize is that if you have COVID-19 now and you've recovered, if we get a second spike of this, there is no guarantee you cannot get it again. Viruses like this mutate. They mutate all the time. It's like the flu. Of, it's exactly. It's one of the reasons you can get the flu every year. The flu mm-hmm. mutates. We don't even have a vaccine for this version of COVID yet. And if it mutates by the winter and you get it again, guess what? Or you have a chance of getting it again. Guess what? You can. Yeah. And, you know, these are things that people don't seem to think about. I will gladly give up my chance to go outside and enjoy myself and hit the beach for the summer if it means I get to hit the beach next summer and every summer after that. Yeah. I'm not gambling my life. I live at the beach and I don't get to go to the beach right now. And I live at the beach. Yeah, I just, I, I'm sorry. I don't like the fact that I'm not going to gamble with my life. And I don't like the fact that other people are gambling with my life. And that's exactly what it comes down to. Anybody Mm -hmm. that goes against this stay at home and social distancing, you're not just gambling with your own life. You're gambling with everybody's life around you. And that's what, that's what really pisses me off about these protests and everything else more than anything is the fact that look, if you want to risk your own life, that's fine. But this is the type of situation where you're not just gambling with your life. You're gambling with everybody's life because you could give it to innocent people. Somebody might just be going out grocery shopping because they have to, you happen to be there. And because you're an idiot and you're against this, you just (laughs) gave it to that person. So I'm sorry if I offend anybody who's listening, who might be on that side of the the argument that those people have already turned us off. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's that's we, most likely very we true probably have about 10 people total that are still listening so <laughs> those 10 of you that are still listening thank you so much <laughs> and now we will go on to happier times like yeah. Ken, what kind of fun stuff have you been doing the past month well i've been in addition to trying to get caught up on everything like i completely binged through man with a plan which was a show that you were trying to get me to watch um interesting i'm three for three with you yeah. um new girl man with a plan what was the other one brooklyn Nine-Nine. oh brooklyn 99 that's right you did get me into brooklyn 99 <laughs> um so i'm 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 kind of i'm through man with a plan i'm completely caught up with that i i jumped on the bandwagon and i watched tiger king it's <laughs> is it as terrible as dave and i think it is it's <laughs> 
it is it's a train wreck in that it, it's a car wreck in that you can't help but turn away okay so um do you so max greenfield uh was schmidt on new, new girl, girl. Mm-hmm. and he has okay, anybody that hasn't uh, seen new girl max greenfield is hilarious he's so funny it's it's unbelievable and it's not just him as schmidt long it's just island. him in general he long island <laughs> l-i-r-r anyways um go to his instagram page he is just i am max greenfield i believe that that's what it is and he has been chronicling his um homeschooling efforts with his like nine-year-old daughter and his nine-year-old daughter is the most precocious girl I've ever seen. Like he's made the funniest videos. And one of the videos he's sitting there and he's exhausted and he's doing something on the computer and you just have to go and you'll stay on his page for like an hour and you'll just watch everything that he's put out. But, um, his daughter's like, dad, why are you so tired? Well, daddy was up late last night watching, watching a show. Well, what was the show? And he's like, Tiger King. <laughs> so they go, is like, like Aladdin? And he goes, no, baby, not like Aladdin. <laughs> he goes, it's about a zoo. Oh, like Lion King? No, no. <laughs> it's, I'll tell you, it's one of those shows that like, I, I was kind of against it. Like I was like, okay, it's overhyped. It's probably not going to be that interesting. And then my girlfriend was like, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it? Cause she binged it in a day. And then I was like, all right, I'm like, fine, I'll watch it. And next thing I knew I was done. It's only seven episodes plus an eighth episode, which is like an after show with Joel McHale. Um, okay. But how is it like 45 minutes, an hour? They're like, like they're like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Um, each episode. It's it was a show that I thought was on like this guy Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin and these two characters going back and forth. There's so many other characters involved in this. There's a whole another tiger compound that's in this with this guy called Doc and who legit has like a harem. It's so you cannot make these characters up. So I just joined a group, a fitness group. Uh earlier today and one of the questions that you had to answer bef- to send to the admins to can get I, can approved. i guess proved yeah, it's the same question everybody's been asking did carol baskin kill her husband yes. <laughs> i just left it blank because i'm like i don't yeah. know have you seen on amazon like somebody somebody uh took a picture of of their front door or maybe it was an Amazon delivery person, but they said, yes, like, where you, delivery side people, you leave the packages yeah. on. <laughs> and it was like, yes or no. Did uh-huh. Carol Baskin kill her husband? It's so funny because my mom watched it too. And my mom wanted to know what I thought about it. So I watched the first two episodes and that second episode is a focus. Oh no, I'm sorry. I watched the, the third episode is the focus of Carol Baskin and the, the mystery behind her husband's death. And I just remember finally like watching that third episode, calling my mom immediately afterwards. And the first words out of my mouth were, Oh, that bitch killer husband. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard like she fed, like people think that she fed her husband to the tigers or uh-huh. something like that. You know, I don't know. It, it, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's okay. So my husband, my husband, Dave has been trying to get us to watch it because he's like, the memes are so good. And I just want, I like, I already like them without watching the show and I want to <laughs> be in on the joke. And I'm like, well, I'm not stopping you from watching it. Like go for it. But 
my friend Rachel, she's like, or our friend Rachel, mm -hmm. she's like, we watched the first episode and it was garbage. And I was like, okay. And I kind of trust her. So you kind of have to have a little bit of a strong stomach to watch it. I know if you well, don't, if it's animal related, I don't have a and, strong and, stomach. And that's that. what it is because it's the whole show is basically about tigers in captivity. Nope. Can't do it. You know, I mean, that's what these people are. They have tigers and there's three different compounds that have tigers in captivity. Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a big, like, I'm a big advocate for, you know, anti-animal cruelty. And I, I can't, I can't handle that kind of stuff. Like I don't watch movies about like sweet animal movies where I know the end of the movie is the dog dies you know like marley and me i don't want to watch that everybody's like i cried so hard i'm like then why are we watching it yeah it, it well you i'd rather might... watch a person like mass murder a like a hundred people in a movie than watch him kill a puppy so john wick basically john wick is my jam yeah john wick is awesome john, john wick <laughs> when he when they killed his dog i was like oh we may have to turn this off <laughs> But then he like <laughs> took that sledgehammer and he just opened up the concrete. And I was like, okay, yes, stick, let's do this. Stick with it. It gets better. I need, I need a, like a big John Wick tattoo on my back with him holding a cute little puppy. It's, <laughs> it's so face. funny because I remember when John Wick first came out and somebody asked me like, what's it about? And I'm like, oh, it's about this guy that, at, who uh, somebody killed this dog. <laughs> And they're like, what? <laughs> Keanu Reeves is in a movie about like somebody killing his dog. I'm like, yeah, you need to watch it. It Stick with it. Has anybody ever seen Sweet November with Keanu Reeves and Charlize Theron? Have you seen that? No. Does he lose his dog? It's real sad. It's a total chick flick. He's, he's done like one or two chick flicks. Did you see the one with him and Winona Ryder, the Netflix movie? No. Where they were both single, miserable people? that were invited to their friend's wedding. I think, the, I think just the, the two of them in the wet in, in the whole movie, two people. Really? Yeah. It's like uh, a back and forth. No, I haven't seen it. I think the most chick flick movie of his I've ever seen was speed. No, it was, um, the, uh, the lake house, I think. was. Like, oh. The biggest, like, chick flick. oh, there was also, um, uh, one of my favorite movies that he's ever done was, um, of course I can't remember it now. It's the one where he's the baseball coach. Oh, hardball. Yes. Yep. Thank you. I, the only thing that was going through my head was untouchables. And I'm like, that's just wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> I not, know. that's nowhere close. But I couldn't get it out of my head in order to make my brain work. Do you know what's funny is uh, now that we're on the topic of Keanu yeah, Reeves. Yeah, let's talk about Keanu Reeves um, for the rest of the time. I'm there, fine with that. There was an opportunity that had come my way to possibly moderate a panel, two panels with him. Yeah, I um, know. And unfortunately, due to everything that's going on right now, that's kind of gone by the wayside. Um, I just want to lick his ear. Although they are talking about possibly doing it virtually, um, which means if that happens, I'm still going to get to do the moderating of it, which will be awesome. I just won't be in person with him. It'll be over like Zoom or something like that. Um, but it'll be streamed mm. online, which would be still pretty damn awesome. And everybody I, everybody I talked to about that were like, well, what do you want to talk to him about? And, you know, we started talking about different projects. And, you know, like Bill and Ted and The Matrix and John Wick and all that stuff. And then my one friend looked at me. He's like, yeah, I know exactly what project you really want to talk to him about. Just because he's like one of my best friends and he knows me. I'm like, go ahead. Take a shot. He's like, uh, yeah, 
you want to talk to him about being Shane Falco and the replacements. I'm like, you're damn right. I want to talk to him about the replacements because I love that movie. That is a good movie. I totally forgot about that movie. That yep. has a good cast. Oh God. Like Favreau and Gene Hackman and that, if you Orlando remember, Bloom. No, Orlando Jones. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> I, I swear. That's what I meant. Legolas was, was in Jones. the replacements. No. No, it's or no, it's Orlando Jones, and then the um, and then the guy who played Hugh Grant's uh, uh flatmate in um, uh, yeah, Reese, the Julia Roberts movie, Reese Asvillen, I think is or Asvillen, I think is how you pronounce. His I can't last say name. his name, so I just um, he's fantastic. The guy that played um, oh God, who was Pam's uh in the office? Pam's previous before oh. Jim, um. I, I know who you're talking about. But he was the deaf guy in The Replacements. Um, yeah, you're right. There's a, a great there's a great cast. Yeah, Keanu Reeves has a really good career. And he's like this genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, you yeah. never hear anything bad about him. And he gives all of his money away. Like, all of it. Well, that was actually part of the deal of this whole event that was supposed to happen. Is that all of it... The reason why it took... It took, like, four or five months to lock down this contract to get him. Because every bit of money that he was being paid for this event, none of it was going to him. Mm -hmm. It was all a matter of how it was going to be broken down into, like, four or five different charities. Yeah, and that's what took so long. So just the fact that he was going to be getting paid to do this event, but wasn't taking a dime of it, amazing to me. Well, there was some, I forget if it was The Matrix or if it was John Wick. It was one of them, but he made like $100 million from one of those movies and he gave away all of it. Mm -hmm. Like all of it. I wouldn't be I, surprised if like he, I'm pretty sure he does that with every movie he does. Not gives away all of it because he needs to survive, obviously. But I'm pretty sure a good chunk of what he earns from every film um, goes to some kind of charity. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's how people should just be, you know? And th there needs to be more people to me like Keanu Reeves, like Lady Gaga. These people that just, they 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 get to a place in their lives where they have this, you know, this american view of power and that power is the celebrity and that's that's the name recognition and it, and it gets you places especially in america if you know the right people you can do anything you can go anywhere and they have used their success to do better for other people not for themselves i mean they they're successful in their own right and they have their their houses and um you know lady gaga has her makeup line and um uh, Keanu Reeves has his motorcycle business and they're, they do very well for themselves, but their main focus is how do I help others? Yeah. And that Bill and Melinda Gates are the same way. I mean, it's, we need, well, when he's not like microchipping that. people's hands when they're well, COVID, <laughs> when you're a tech, when you're a techie guy, you just want to try and put a chip in everybody. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, you know, just going to another example, which I love using is Robin Williams. I mean, two of my absolute Really? Do you like Robin Williams? I, yeah, I, I like him a little bit. <laughs> two of my absolute favorite stories of Robin Williams. The first one is Aladdin. He did Aladdin for very cheap. He did not do Aladdin for a lot of money. And then when they made Return of Jafar, he didn't did return. Um, he, didn't, he didn't do the voice of Genie in Return of Jafar. But in the third installment, which was Aladdin and the King of Thieves, 
he came back, reprised the voice of the genie, and took nothing. He did that for charity. I love him. And that was a two-year-long project. So he worked on a film for two years and didn't collect a paycheck from it. All of his earnings went to charity. The other story about him that I absolutely love, and I've heard this from the person it happened to, um, well, at least in an interview, is Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne, which you wouldn't think there's a connection between them. But there was a point in time where Sharon was very sick. She was bedridden for a while. And, but she was a huge fan of Robbins, had never met him before, but was a big fan of his movies, a big fan of his work. And one day, Ozzy was on tour in Europe. Sharon was at home in bed. Ozzy made a call to Robbins people and asked if he could like record a video for Sharon to cheer her up. He didn't record a video. He went over to their house and got in bed and hung out with Sharon all day. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like that's, that's one of the reasons, I'm getting teared up just talking about it, sorry. Um, like that's one of the reasons why I love that man as much as I do is because people, of things yeah, like I that. love people. I, people can, I, I hate people and I love people, right? I mean, I love that people can be so good. And when you know that people can be so good, it, to me, that's where that disappointment comes in when people are so terrible because yeah. you're like, I know how good you can be. So why, why not just default to that every single time? You know, why not just try and be better and try and do better? And I, I realize that, that that's somewhat naive and that's kind of like a utopian type of view. But I mean, imagine a world where all, all people did was try to be good to one another. That's it. That's all we did was we, we tried to be good to one another. And like the things that we could accomplish that way. It, it's just it's it's just unfortunate that we live in a time where there are a lot of selfish people out there. It's not you know? it, it's not just now though. I mean, it's across history. Oh uh, yeah, you know. But I mean, you you look at the times that we're in right now is that people are being selfish, and you know, I, I, I get it. I, I to a degree, I get it. And but you're right. It's it's better to focus. It's better to focus on positivity, and and giving, which is you know, you look at all the. Not to go back to the negative with the protesters and everything, but you know, you look at the people, and I'm not going to, but the people that are where that are making masks and donating them to other. Hillary people. Burton, Hillary Burton, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's uh, wife, and if you know her from One Tree Hill, she was Peyton Sawyer in One Tree Hill, but she's she actually started this whole like campaign for making homemade masks and she did all these video tutorials on her instagram page and she's like listen she goes if you don't know how to sew i'm going to show you what i learned when i was like nine years old and you just need a needle and a thread and this is how you do it and this is how i did it and then she drew it out step by step took pictures of it and posted it all on her instagram she and then like a a couple hospitals or something caught wind of this so they're like we'll donate all the materials and we'll send the materials packs to anybody that wants to do this. And she basically got thousands of masks mobilized. Same thing with Christian Siriano, who was a Project Runway phenom years ago. Now he's a huge fashion designer. He's got his whole team making masks. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to like put his little fashion designer spin on it. And the the, uh, hospitals were like, no, dude, this is how you make the masks. This is a mask. Sorry, it's boring, but yeah. this is what we need. <laughs> but he made hundreds of thousands of masks as well. So, I mean, 
to your point, people are generally good if they have the opportunity to be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And it's just, that, that's what we need more of right now, which is why I like the fact that we're talking about Keanu Reeves and his philanthropy and Robin Williams <sighs> and stuff like that. And Keanu Reeves is just, we don't deserve him. <laughs> I mean, it is a lost podcast and we haven't mentioned anything lost related yet. So we're not going to talk about- uh, I feel lost. We're, we're not going to talk about Evangeline <laughs> Lilly because she went crazy during all this. Did she? Oh, you didn't hear about all the Evangeline Lilly stuff? About Listen, like how- like. I'm Barely on social media. And if I am, I'm looking for baking videos. Evangeline Lilly basically came out and said, I'm not social distancing anything. Like I'm living my life as normal. I don't care what anybody says. Me and my family, we're going to go out. We're going to do what we need to do and, and everything else. So she was basically totally against it. From the beginning, she was against it. Um, but then you have people like Daniel Day Kim, who- actually, I love him. Who contracted COVID-19 and recovered from COVID-19. Not only that, but this is something you might find interesting. I don't know if you knew this or not. Um, there's another TV show that I absolutely love right now. I've had members of its cast on my pod, on my other podcast before. Um, I'm not big into medical doctor, like procedurals, but New Amsterdam is a fucking amazing television show. Um, Daniel Day Kim just joined the cast. Yes. Uh, so, um, and it, it's weird. It came at a really weird time. I didn't even know he was joining the cast, but their, their season got cut short because of COVID-19. Their, their finale, they decided not to air. They're going to air it later. And it was, it's actually when his character comes in. His character comes in in the finale. And they didn't air it because the title of their, that episode is called Pandemic. So they were like, nope, it's a little too it's not the time to air an episode like this because it's a little too real at the moment. So what they did was when they aired the episode before that, which became their season finale, um, Ryan Eggold, who's one of the leads on the show, recorded a video from home as like an introduction saying like, this is why we're not showing the finale. Um, but one thing we did want to do is that we had a new cast member join the cast. You're not getting to see him because of this. So what we did was we took a couple clips from that episode from our finale, put them together in a little bit of a vignette so that you get an idea as to what his character is and who mm -hmm. he is. But I'm not going to let you talk about that. I'm going to let him talk about that. And then they cut to a video of Daniel Day Kim at home describing his character. And then they show those scenes. It took like I five minutes. I loved him so much. And it was fantastic. And he mentions how he had it and how he recovered from it and then talks about the character. And then they showed the, the episode that they could show. Yeah. So I'm even more excited to continue watching now. And I have a good relationship with NBC and New Amsterdam because like I said, I've already had a, a couple cast members on my show, which I'm really hoping this means I can get Daniel Day Kim on the podcast, whether it be that one or this one um, yeah. to, uh, to, to talk about it. He's a good guy. I've loved him in everything. I loved him in Lost, obviously, Hawaii Five O. He was great when he moved to that. It's funny how he's been in three of my favorite shows. Hawaii Five O, Lost, yeah. and New Amsterdam. He was so good on Hawaii Five O too. Like I hated it when he left. I gotta tell you, I didn't watch much past after uh he left. Mm -hmm. I was really bummed about it. Like I was really glad that they gave Jorge Garcia a bigger part. And, you know, I don't hate the new characters. But I also don't think they're not Daniel Day Kim, 
you know, they, they he, weren't as strong. No, he added, he added just such a wonderful element in a history with, um, with Steve's character, you know, and, and Steve's whole history with the Island and, um, you know, his father and everything. So the fact when, when he left the show, I just, I was like, eh. I mean, and then Scott, Scott Con, right? Scott Con, yeah. yeah, Scott Con. He's on the show what, like, once every five episodes or something like that. Yeah, his role really changed. Like Dano kind of disappeared for a while. He was only on, like you said, like every three or third or fourth episode. So it was basically just Steve and Lou and these new guys. And I was like, Meh. but Lou was great. So I love you know, Lou. Lou Lou's Grover great. was great. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you, uh, you know, I watched the, I mean, the show ran for 10 years. I mean, that's a, is it over? Of, it's over. It, it, it ended this season. Um, and Did they have a good ending. I cried. That's actually what I was just getting to. I, the goodbye that they had was so fucking emotional, but like in a positive way that like, I yeah, I, I cried at the finale. Oh, maybe we'll pick it back up once Westworld's over. We're so into Westworld right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, oh, I just want to tell you, I did just find Evangeline Lilly's um, post and she's apologized like oh, has she? Okay. profusely. She has a post from, I'm not going to read it, but from March 26th, it's really long. Um, and she apologizes basically to every last person that has been suffering either financially or um, with their health or anything like that with um with her words and her attitude towards COVID. So, Oh, well, that's good. That kind yeah. of restores my faith in her a little bit more. She's awesome. So the fact that she went nuts when you said that, I was like, that, that seems just out of character, totally off the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, so we talked about what I watched to kind of keep myself busy. Um, and in addition to like the shows, I've also gotten into God help me, uh, animal crossing. New Horizons on Switch. Okay, so you and I talked about <laughs> this not too long ago. Um, we're going to try and get the game. It's just, you know, games are expensive, man. Yeah, they are. Um, so, you know, I people don't know this about me, but I, I love to bake. Um, I've, I've always... Follow, if they follow you on Instagram, they know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I created a separate Instagram uh, profile because I didn't want to bother anybody anymore. Um <laughs> But I, uh, I've always loved to cook. I started cooking after my sister died. Um, it was like, I lived with all these roommates and they had all these people over all the time and I did not want to talk to them at all. So my way of being social was to just be in the kitchen and cook everybody food all the time. And that was the first time I ever started cooking. Um, and I was like 25 years old. And so I became a really good cook. I really think that I'm a good cook. That's like one of the things that I'm kind of proud of. And then uh, back in, uh, 2019 during Thanksgiving, it was just going to be the four of us. And, um, I'm going somewhere with this story. I'm, it, was I'm just with gonna, you. it was just going to be the four of us for Thanksgiving. And well, it was supposed to be five of us, but you didn't come. I know. Um, and so my daughter was like, Hey, let's make everything from scratch this year, including the rolls. So we got really into baking after that because the rolls turned out really well. And so we baked everything and I started baking a lot of bread because money's really tight all the time, especially at the holidays. And so, you know, a sack of flour is like five bucks 
and all you need is flour and water and yeast. And if you, if you know how to make sourdough, you don't even need yeast anymore. You just use the mother dough. Yeah. It's tang town, <laughs> baby. Um, so I got really into baking and then, um, you know, after new year's and after the holidays, I got a job and, you know, I, I was trying to bake like on the weekends and whatever, but then this quarantine hit and I was like, Oh, finally I can like get back to baking. Cause I have to be at home, blah, blah, blah. Well, the whole fucking world is baking right now. I know. And <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm really happy for you guys. I'm so happy that you guys are baking because baking is such a beautiful and therapeutic way to get through life. I really believe it. I, when you can feed someone else, you can feed yourself and you know where that food came from. And that's like sharing a piece of yourself. And I really wholeheartedly believe that, that food can change the world. Um, anyways, there's no flour. There's literally no flour. It's it's gone the way of toilet paper. I I've I've been on King Arthur's website. I've been on Bob's Red Mill website. I've been on Pillsbury's website. I've been on Amazon. I've been on eBay. I've been to every single store, and I don't go anywhere because my husband, with his job, the three the rest of us we stay home. That's our way of contributing. Is that we mm. don't go anywhere. So Dave goes everywhere. That man does all the shopping right now. I make the lists. I, you know, I do everything that we do, we need to do, but he's, he's been stellar. He does the alcohol runs, which I'll tell you, there's a lot of them right now. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of alcohol going through. I think I'm part alcohol at this point, like at all times, but, um, just don't cut yourself because your blood is going to be so thin. No, I'm not an alcoholic. I okay. like I'm fine. I I'm, I'm making a joke. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> Don't worry too. about me, people. <laughs> I was too. Anyways, so I um I've been on the hunt for flour and I've gotten to get a bag here and there and but I've really cultivated I decided that I wanted to learn how to make sourdough because you had to figure out how to do like a five day starter and it takes some time. And I learned how to make a sourdough starter. And now I'm like making sourdough bread, something I never thought that I would know how to do. I thought I was just going to be a yeast uh, bread baker forever because sourdough seemed impossible. Mm -hmm. So that's been really fun. And we're, you know, we're cooking a lot more. I try to get chickens, but my HOA said no. Because I need eggs, man. Um, <laughs> you can't find eggs in, in your area? My area doesn't have meat. We don't have flour. We don't have eggs. We don't have dairy. Wow, you guys are worse off than us. Because that's how we were for a while. But now we've kind of, like, we have, I, I can find eggs. I can find milk. I can find bread. And We have, we had the panic buying. And we live in a rural rural area. And because of that, things don't get to us as quickly. So if there is like macaroni and cheese, if I order it online, we can only order two boxes, two boxes. I have a family of four, man. Yeah. There's still a lot of box stuff around here and, and like pasta is slowly starting to replenish. Um, yeah. Mac and cheeses are slowly starting to replenish, but it's still in certain stores. You still can't get it. I mean, it's, yeah. Well, we haven't had ground beef in a while, and my husband finally found ground beef um, at the commissary when he was leaving, and we used it, and it was bad, so we had to throw it away. That sucks. Three pounds of ground beef we had to throw away. Um, 
you know, we get chicken every once in a while, but yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting project trying to, you know, figure out stuff, but we're having fun doing it. You know, this is time that we're never going to get back with our family. We're spending a lot of time together and I love it. Um, but as far as what we're watching, so I'm reading two books. I'm reading woman in the window, which is kind of like a trashy novel, whatever that's, I think was just made into a movie. And then I'm also reading how to win friends and influence people. Um, I think I I've seen I'm I think I've seen the movie. I didn't know that that was a movie, but I read the first chapter yesterday and I thought, you know what? I'm going to have to go real slow with this because the first chapter was really really good and I wanted to marinate on it for a second. So, um I think I'm going to read like a chapter every other day so that I don't rush through it, but that's what I'm reading. And then what we're watching is we got into Justified we're still in season one of Justified and it's real good, but we have fully caught up with Westworld as of last night. And if you're not watching Westworld, you are missing some amazing television is all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. This season has been interesting to say the least. It's, it's been it, wild. It's taken a different turn than how <laughs> the, uh, the other seasons have been. Uh, as in, like, it's no longer in the park. So, uh, you know. Yeah, okay. Oh, what's the, hold on. What's the name of the book that you were reading? It's How to Win Friends and Influence People? I think so. Okay. The the movie I was referring to, because it's a Simon Pegg movie, which is why it was in my eye, uh-huh. is actually called How to Lose Friends and Alienate People. Aha. Okay. That's so, cute. Yeah. So it's probably a, a spin off the, the book, obviously. Okay. Um, but yeah, Westworld has been really interesting uh but i'm i wish that we could talk about it it. like i wish that we could talk about it like talk about it talk about it you know just like let's talk about westworld we could have a separate call for that you know yeah let's do that (laughs) if anybody wants to do that let us know well we might just do it anyways because it's so good right now i gotta get caught up though i gotta watch this week's episode and i think there's only three episodes left there's eight episodes in the season okay so then I think there's only after, I think this week and next week are the last two episodes. I think. I don't know. Because the last episode I saw, which was last week's episode, said only three episodes okay. left. So there's two. There was this past week, and then now there's this coming Sunday and the following Sunday. So next Sunday, the season ends. I'm actually really looking forward to the end, only because I want to go back and watch the season again, because I feel like there's a lot that we've missed. I don't know if you can hear it, but my cat's making noise in the background. I know. I love your cats. <laughs> Hi, kitties. I love your kitties. He's, he's speaking on his own. Is he's that Murphy? Re- he's recording his own podcast. No, it's Connor. That's Connor. Yep. Connor. Yeah, that's I know. Me. Connor, Murphy, Aurora, and hang on. Skyfire Circle? I don't know. What's the fourth one? <laughs> Skyfire Circle. <laughs> no, Lucy. Lucy. That's right. Lucy is the other one. Um, I wanted to get another one just because I want to name another cat, Cat Damon. Stop it. I'm not going to. Trust me. I don't like one of the ones I already have. You don't have enough room for the cats that you already have. Let's just say that. I don't. (laughs) It was again, it was out of my control that I ended up with four cats. It's (laughs) four cats. I know. You're the cat man. I'm not the cat man. (laughs) 
I feel, I feel every time I say Catman, I feel like I want to start singing Scatman. Uh, yeah, but that's what we're watching. We're watching Westworld right now and Justified. And oh, I just started my first watch of Golden Girls. So Which I'm in. It's still a fantastic show. It's awesome. It's the show is still hysterical. Sophia is the fucking best. Oh, Sophia <laughs> is my Aunt Kathy in 15 <laughs> years, guaranteed. Do you know what's you know what's so funny about that show too is the fact that um Blanche is older than Sophia in real life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I did um, know that. Yeah. So uh um uh B. Arthur was older than um is it Rue McClanahan, I think is? Is Blanche. Uh, uh, Estelle Getty is- Estelle uh, Getty, that's it, yeah. Sophia, and then our treasure, our national treasure, Betty White. Betty White. <laughs> I hope people are checking in on her. I heard, I don't know why, I heard recently that people, somebody was checking out Betty yeah. White. People were like, let's just make sure Betty White and the queen makes it through this. <laughs> yeah, I think it's- um, the pe- the names I keep hearing are Betty White, the Queen, John Cleese, mm. and um, I think Shatner, because Shatner is another one who you would be surprised that at the way he looks that he's as old as he is. Yeah, because Shatner Ooh. looks like he's maybe in his like early seventies. I'm pretty sure he's like mid eighties. So who was it that just died? Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins didn't die. I don't think so. Who just died? No one to hold him, no one to fold him. Oh, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Thank yes. you. I, I'm having a hard time with words today. It's a good thing we decided to record. Um, <laughs> so there was a meme that went around when he died that said, uh, Kenny Rogers dying at the beginning of a pandemic is the greatest the example <laughs> of yes. no one to fold him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, like I said, Shatner looks like he's maybe like early to mid seventies. Botox. He's he's eighty nine. Botox. Yeah, and hair dye. Because I don't think he takes care of himself. <laughs> Bo- Botox and hair dye. That man is eighty nine years old. Like that's he looks absolutely amazing for eighty nine. Keith Richards is still standing. I think we need a we need like some kind of recognition for that. Keith Richards probably has the cure for COVID in his blood. <laughs> let's not let's let's face facts here. <laughs> like Keith Richards probably is the cure for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's you know it's just been fun trying to get caught up on stuff, and I'm still working. I mean, I'm still doing door dashing and stuff like that, and I'm being very careful. Um, you know, I'm I'm wearing masks, I'm wearing gloves, I'm constantly washing hands and such. When I get back in from door dashing, I shower, my clothes go in the laundry. Like I am extremely careful about everything that I do. And I actually there was a period in time where I did start developing a cough. I didn't have mm-hmm. any other symptoms. I had a little bit of a minor cough, but I also tend to get sinus drip around this time of year from allergies, which can cause me to cough. Plus I have a chronic cough already from my time at 9-11. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to play it safe. I'm not going to dash for the next couple of days. I'm going to kind of quarantine myself because if this is COVID, then now I'm starting to show symptoms. So in a couple yeah. of days, the symptoms, if this is COVID, 
the symptoms will worsen in two or three days. So I'm not going to work for the next couple of days. I'm going to self-quarantine just to make sure. And the next day my cough went away because it was sinus drip. Right. But that was me just being careful and saying, if this is, I don't want to give it to anybody I'm delivering food to, any restaurant workers or anything like that. That's I smart. Play, I played it safe and I self-quarantined for about four days. I didn't go out and I didn't dash or anything. Um, dash. But now that I'm, but you know, it's since cleared itself up. And so I'm like, okay, I can, I can go back to it as long as I'm still being careful. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. So, um, you know, like we mentioned, we're going to jump back into the regular episodes next week. So uh, we're going to jump right back into Lost next week, which means uh, season three, episode, uh, crap, it's left behind. Um, it's after Expose. Yeah. And can I tell you, I appreciate the jokes that people made in messages and stuff like that saying, was Expose that bad that you had to stop podcasting? I didn't see that. <laughs> But that makes me happy. Yes. The, it was a, it, I laughed at those because everybody, but you know what? That just goes to show you people are actually listening because yeah. they knew that I hated that episode. Yeah. I, I hated that episode. Um, so, you know, for them to say like, was expose that bad that you had to stop made me laugh. And it means like, okay, people are listening. Uh, but no, season three, episode 15 left behind is where we're going to okay. resume next episode. So, uh, to everybody out there who was leaving us regular voicemails and things like that for feedback and stuff like that, encourage you to do so. Uh, jump back into it. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Let us know what you thought about this this conversation that we just had with you know everything going on. I know uh, you probably hated the first 20 minutes because we kind of went off about COVID a little bit. So if you hung with us, thank you so much for doing that. And hopefully you could put in show notes or something like just if, if you don't want to hear us rant about COVID, like skip ahead 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? It's the elephant in the room right now. It just, yeah, it, it I know. Kind of, it kind of has to be brought up. I mean, even. Uh, but I want I, it to be joyful. I wanted this to be joyful. Yeah, me too. I mean, I re I relaunched my spotlight podcast this season. You know, I started with a new yeah. season of that. Um, I've had three conversations already, three new episodes that I've already posted. And in each of them, the topic of COVID came up because yeah. it's kind of unavoidable right now. Yeah. Well, of course it is. That's, I mean, it's a global thing, but um, I'd love to hear from people. If you don't want to talk about lost, what are you doing to keep yourself sane right now? Any, what new skills have you picked up? Do you have a tip about bread? Do you want a tip about <laughs> bread? <laughs> Make sure it doesn't have a soggy bottom. Do you have flour that you can mail to me? I will take it. I'll take all the flour. Oh. I actually just got a, I got a text in while we were recording this. My neighbor actually has flour on my porch right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. That's... Like I'm seriously going, I want to get to my porch. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love that um, you and I have kept in contact over yeah. everything. Like we've we, we, we've talked about Animal Crossing. We've talked about um, books that I was looking for for my girlfriend's daughter. Like, yep. we've, you know, Danny, Danny got involved in that one. She did. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like we've, we've stayed in contact with each other. Um, you know, we've stayed in contact, like me, you and our friend Rachel have kind of stayed in contact with each yeah. other. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's really what we can do to kind of help each other is like, look, we're all going stir crazy, yeah. but, we, but we live in a digital age 
where it's a lot easier to be social without leaving your home. Yeah. And check on your people if you haven't already. I'm sure you all have, but you know, House Party has an app that you can get together with your friends and play board games. Netflix, you can do group uh, watches for movies right now. You know, there's a lot out there other than just FaceTiming and staring at each other and saying, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Like, I mean, I have a, I have happy hour every day and it's awesome. Yeah. I'm actually looking, I might even open this up to our listeners. Uh, if, if people are interested, you can message us and we'll give you the details on how you send the feedback and everything before we wrap up. But I'm actually thinking about next week, Monday through Friday, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'm actually thinking of streaming every night one of my favorite movies. Oh, that uh, would be fun. And just for people to jump in and watch and like type chat, you know, while we're watching the movie and everything. I even like I have a list sitting next to me of the movies that I would probably choose um, or choose from. I, I have Bad Times at the El Royale, Baby Driver, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out. Oh, I love Jojo Rabbit. Jojo so Rabbit much. Was, a, was fucking fantastic. Um, Real Steel, Greatest Showman, Pirate Radio, like... You know, I, I might just pick like five of these movies and just stream a different one every night and just have people like just say, hey, if you want to come in and watch with me, come in and watch with me. Yeah. Um, and again, if any of our listeners are kind of interested in that and they want to join in, I'm I say the more the merrier. Me too. Send us a message and let me know like, hey, let me know what the schedule is and how to do it. And I might join in. I so. love it. Oh, I do have one more recommendation before we close up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiona Apple just came out with her first album in like eight years, and it is phenomenal. If you're a Fiona Apple fan, it's phenomenal. It takes more than one listen to really dig into it. It's awesome. It's experimental. It's poetic. It She uh, recorded the whole thing in her house. I, I've listened to it almost on repeat for the past week. It's fantastic. Um while you're on that note, since that's your recommendation, I'm going to make another one as well. Um, I honestly think one great thing that is coming out of this self, this stay at home and self quarantining and everything is I really honestly think we are in the midst of a creativity boom. I, I hope so. I really do because people are finding new and innovative ways to continue putting out content. Mm -hmm. That being said, if you have not seen some good news with John Krasinski, you need to watch them. There are only three episodes. It started out as him doing one just for fun and it blew up. With Steve up. Carell, right? With Steve Carell, yeah. yeah. It blew up into something so big that he's now continuing to put one out every week. Of course it did. It's Jim Halpert and 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 Michael Scott. Well, have you seen the other two episodes? No, I haven't seen any of them. Okay, so the the one with I'm Steve Car it. the one with Steve Carell is great. It's especially considering the first lot because it's basically just John Krasinski sitting behind his desk talking into a webcam. So you only see him from the waist up because the desk is there. And Steve Carell's one of the first things he says to John Krasinski is, I'm just loving this knowing that the bottom half of your outfit probably does not match the top. <laughs> and Krasinski's like, oh no, I'm totally wearing jams underneath. <laughs> and at the end of the interview, he stands up and he's wearing jams. Like it's hysterical. I love it. I will tell you the second episode made me cry. The third episode made me cry. Oh. Pfft. The second episode, spoiler, 
he's he interviews this they're apparently like because he has people go on twitter and send him stories of good news and all these things that are happening and that's what he's sharing in this in these segments and the second one was he got a story about a girl who had tickets to go see hamilton on broadway for her birthday and unfortunately now that's not happening so he he zooms with this girl about you know her birthday plans and things like that and then lynn manuel miranda jumps into the i would the, die the zoom call and straight up die and he's like do you want to hear a song from hamilton and she's like yeah like why not he starts singing and then all of a sudden the rest of the entire cast oh my god of hamilton pops in and oh starts singing god. the song it's no lie. There's like 20 cast members. What from song Hamilton. was it? Um, oh, history, history has its eyes on you. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. History I, has its eyes. No, it's on not that one. You. No, it, it's not that one. Oh, I don't so remember good. the song, but it like I was tearing up. Like this oh, is. Like, I have to watch that. Like this is amazing. And then the third episode, he has a virtual prom. Oh, yeah. cool. And he has like Rain Wilson, the Jonas Brothers, and like all <laughs> Chance the Rapper. Like he had, it's, it's so funny. He starts playing a Chance the Rapper song on, he's interviewing Rain. He's got Rain on with him. And he starts playing a Chance the Rapper song. It's like the prom music. And Rain's like, John, you can't do this. You don't have permission from Chance to play this music. And John's like, all right, hang on a second. He's like, Chance, are you there? And Chance pops up on the screen. He's like, can I play your music? He's like, yeah, man, you can play my music. <laughs> and just watching the reactions on like Rain's face is like, it's, <laughs> it's priceless. All right, I'll watch it. I'll watch, yeah, I'll right. I'll watch it on the my big tv they're only like like 15 minutes long they're they're real easy to knock out but so anybody who hasn't seen them yet check out john krasinski's some good news on youtube they're just a good that that that's a good recommendation all right so good i'll watch it so um but again we want to hear you know what you guys are doing during all of this uh you know to keep yourselves busy what what like kristen said what new have you checked out what are you doing to keep yourselves occupied do you want to be a part of my five night weekly movie night whatever do uh, you want to drink on facetime <laughs> do you um d- do you want and and leave us feedback for left behind which is the next episode of lost which is what we're going to be talking about if you already sent us feedback for left behind um i apologize please send it again or it re- was left behind it was left <laughs> behind. <laughs> let's see what you did <laughs> Uh, just re-record yourself leaving the feedback or if you have the previous recording just resend it to us and and we'll use that um but uh, uh the ways that you can contact us are i don't know if you have them in front of you or not no but let's let's try it all right if not <laughs> i have them up so i can re- i can read them all but um if not I'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes uh if you make a mistake i'll correct you uh first and foremost we are on facebook at facebook.com slash lost revisited we are on instagram at lost revisited pod and we're no is Is that not is it lost revisited pod or lost revisit pod no it's lost revisited pod that's right because that was actually done properly and Um, twitter is lost revisited pod no twitter's lost revisit pod okay well do one of them and see you get. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can, of course, email us at lostrevisitedpod at gmail.com. And you can leave us a message if you want to. <laughs> and at any what- of those 
options. And, See, and that's I what do, I could do it without our documents. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's what we're encouraging guys to do. Leave us leave us some kind of feedback, like we said, whether it's how you're keeping yourself busy or if it's on lost. Just uh, just record yourself saying poop. We'll play it. I don't care. <laughs> we're gonna get like 15 messages of just like, hey Ben and Kristen, poop. Yeah, do it. Do it. Oh God. It's gonna do happen it. now. Do it. Absolutely gonna to the ten now. people that are still listening, do it. <laughs> I hope it's more than ten people. I hope we didn't we we got a number of emails of people like saying, like, hey, what happened? Like, you know, how come you guys aren't on? And I replied to every single one of them. So hopefully you guys are sticking it out. You're gonna see this new episode pop up in your podcast feed. You're gonna listen to it and you're gonna welcome us back. So at least I hope that's the case. But uh, I think that's going to wrap it for this this episode. Yeah, I had fun. This was fun. I did too. I had a lot of fun doing this. It's always fun to catch up with you and then you know to record it and kind of send it out into the ether is always fun. Put it out there and see yeah. what people think. Yeah, exactly. Sure, our thoughts on life. I like how we said too that we were going to do this for like a half an hour and we're going on uh, about 45, going about like 50 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have to eat. Yeah, that, that's, and I've got other stuff I got to do too. <laughs> so I have to respond to a couple text messages I got while we were talking. I got so many. I, I've been looking at my phone going, <laughs> I got to answer that. I, I know. answer that. I was <laughs> like, I think I'm ignoring them. <laughs> yeah, because even, even Brianna texts me and she's like, hey, what are you up to? And I'm like, I got to answer, but I got to record. Like, I don't yeah. want to get distracted. So I'll answer her when we're done. I live my life distracted. <laughs> uh, but thank you everybody for welcoming us back into your ears and into your podcasting hearts or whatever. Yeah, that's your podcasting heart. Your podcasting heart. We all like have that. a podcast heart. I like that. <laughs> um, please absolutely stay safe, stay home um, as much as you possibly can. Stay frosty. <laughs> Where is that from? <laughs> I don't know. Dave says it all the time. Stay frosty. Charlie's everywhere. Oh, okay. I have a feeling that's from something, and I don't know. A Vietnam movie. Probably. It's Charlie was the Viet Cong. I just watched Forrest Gump again the other day. Hey, let's wrap this up. I know, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, and until next episode, we will see you guys around the bed. Take care. Goodbye. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back!